Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of the Animal Central Podcast. This is episode number 102 and I am your host, Frederick Fishman, and author of the 12-book Animal Central book series, available on Amazon in print and Kindle. Our website and direct link to our YouTube channel, Growing Weekly, with great animal videos, is at www.animals-central.com. That's www.animals-central.com. Okay, we have a lot of content for you today, so let's get started. We on the Animal Central podcast team would like to welcome again our sponsor for this episode of Animal Central, Podcorn. If you go to their website at podcorn.com, you'll see at the top their banner headline. It says, Simple, Transparent, trusted by podcasters and brands. And that is evident by those podcasters like me who use Podcorn to help them monetize their podcasts and all of their hard work. I continually use Podcorn to find sponsors for the Animal Central podcast, as well as my other two podcasts, Infobots and SETI. Every week, Podcorn sends you a list of eager sponsors looking for podcasts to sponsor. The Podcorn platform is easy to use, understand, and simple to navigate. In a few simple steps, the sponsors Podcorn represents can create for you a cash flow in a matter of days. I use them and recommend them, and I am honored to have them as a sponsor of the Animal Central Podcast. So, check them out at podcorn.com. That's P-O-D-C-O-R-N dot com. Podcorn. Is that a spider? Well, let's talk about animal phobias and how to conquer them. This is an article from the German press agency, DPA, and... It starts off by saying in case of a phobia, the decisive factor is not how dangerous something actually is, but how dangerous the amygdala, a primitive part of the brain, thinks it is. The heart beats wildly, the chest becomes tight, and legs feel like jelly. For people with animal phobias, just a picture of a spider or a dog can be enough to trigger such a reaction. Phobias can severely limit the lives of those affected, and avoidance behavior not only makes the fear persist, but it makes it stronger as well. One speaks of a phobia when the fear has become disproportionate. It restricts one's own life, and this is associated with considerable suffering, says Heiner Molson, a behavior therapist in Kiel, Germany. In principle, one can develop a phobia towards any animal. In my experience, however, animal phobias are most common among spiders, snakes, and dogs, the therapist says. Basically, phobias are learned fears. For example, many people who fear dogs have been bitten by them in the past. 
However, people who have never been attacked by a spider or a snake can also have phobias towards them. And this is also due to learning processes. When children see how adults react to some animals, they can learn that these animals must be dangerous, Molson says. One experiment examined how babies react to photos of spiders and snakes. The infants were unlikely to have had much experience with those animals. Even so, we found out that babies have actually shown stress reactions, says Stephanie Hull, who heads the developmental psychology department at the University of Vienna. Another survey found that about half of people have an aversion to spiders and snakes. That does not mean that a spider or snake phobia is innate, Hull says. However, there seems to be biological factors that mean we develop phobias, or at least an aversion, more quickly to those animals than others. In the case of a phobia, the decisive factor is not how dangerous something actually is, but how dangerous the amygdala thinks it is. This primitive part of the brain reflexively links objects and situations to fears without any rational analysis of the actual danger. Fear works without us having to think, Molson says. In an emergency, it can save our lives if we don't weigh up the risk first, but run straight away. However, this survival mechanism becomes a problem when there is no real danger. In order to get fear under control, the amygdala has to be ignored. That requires establishing new positive connections with the brain. Those effective need to either gradually confront the fear trigger step by step or else confront it directly in what is their worst case scenario. If the patient finds that fear subsides after 10 to 15 minutes and finally disappears completely, the brain has had a new positive experience and the old negative experience has been overwritten. Applied correctly, this form of therapy can work quickly and effectively. If our brain learns to be afraid, it can also learn not to be afraid. All right, and so much for animal news. Let's get into animal descriptions. And the title of this episode is what are ungulates? Isn't that a great word, ungulates? Well, ungulates are a classification of mainly large mammals with hooves. Large, odd-toed hooves. Those are ungulates, like horses and many, many more. Here's an interesting, though. Did you know that cetaceans, like whales, dolphins, and porpoises, are also considered ungulates? They are even toed ungulates. They are mostly herbivores, which means they are plant eaters, and they eat those plant materials for sustenance, except, of course, the whales, dolphins, and porpoises, and they are meat eaters. The herbivores, or land ungulates, have specialized gut bacteria that allows them to digest tough cellulose material from those plant-based products. The ungulates first appeared during the late Paleocene era, or about 66 to 56 million years ago. 
Now about 252 different ungulate species are living among us here on Earth and all over the Earth. Many ungulates live with us. They are on our menu, and many more live out in the wild. They are part of our life in so many ways. Okay, what I want to do now is play sounds from 10 of those ungulates and see if you can guess what they are. The first one may throw you off a bit. Those are all sounds from a dolphin. Those are the even-toed ungulates. Now let's get to the land creatures. See if you can guess what this is. And that's a rhinoceros. As big as that animal is, it makes that little tiny little sound. Okay, here's another ungulate. That's a donkey. Here's a whole bunch of ungulates all gathered together. And here's one of them. That's a cow. All right, here's another ungulate. That's a sheep. One more. is a deer. They may be huge when they grow up, but that's the sound of a baby pig. All right, here's another one. Yep, that's an ungulate called an elephant. And finally, here's one more. But you know what? There are so many, many more ungulates that you might know are ungulates. And I'll just give you a short list of some of those other odd-toed hooved animals. The tapir, the camel, the hippopotamus, the reindeer, the goat, sheep, caribou, musk ox, pronghorn, antelope, gazelle, llama, warthog, Havelina, the Indian Chevrotain, the Okapi, the Brocket, the Muntjac, the Philippine Sambar, the Impala, the Wildebeest, the Springbok, the Himalayan Sarau, the Chinese Gorval, Elk, Buffalo, and Giraffe, and on and on and on. All right, we'll end up today's episode by giving you another animal poem. And this one is called Cry of Wolves by Chalet Bullman. Rulers of the night, the wilderness is your home. Man in his ignorance won't leave you alone. Strong together, you hunt for survival. Man and his gun, your only rival. Mistress of the moon, shadows, Dancing on northern skies, I hear your torment and mournful cries. Running, hunting, surviving, dying, from frozen mountaintops, 
I hear you crying. Great warriors of the night, I wish you strength and stamina and courage in your plight. You are heart of the wilderness, cool air and mountain snow. You are part of this land, but man is your foe. So once again the dark night becomes black, and howling is heard as wolves gather and pack. With spirit and fight, stamina and charm, let no man destroy you. You mean them no harm. Brave warriors of the night, in the wilderness be, wise and cunning hunters, forever be free. Let your howling join the earth, may you hunt with no fear. Let the mountains echo out, the howl of wolves fills the mountain air. And that is a wrap for today's Animal Central Podcast, episode number 102. And I want to thank you very much for joining us here on Animal Central. Tune in again for more fascinating animal news stories, descriptions, sounds, poems, and even those tortured jokes, and maybe a surprise or two along the way. Our website and direct link to our YouTube channel, which is growing weekly with great animal videos, is at animals-central.com. That's animals-central.com. All right, take care, and we'll see you again next week.